0: VIP parking, VIP casino access, and more. Book now at livecasino.com or call 443-445-2929. At Arundel Mills, must be 21. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgambling.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER. Come stay and play at Live Casino and Hotel. Welcome to one of the biggest casinos in the country with luxurious clean rooms upscale dining in the grandest payouts now offering stay and play and all in packages including $50 free slot play VIP parking VIP casino access and more book now at livecasino.com or call 443-445-2929 at Arundel Mills must be 21 please play responsibly for help visit mdgambling.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER
1: our discipline reading the bible we must always understand. The Lord Jesus Christ, He speaks of spiritual things.
2: So if He speaks of a a spiritual treasure in heaven, He is also speaking of a spiritual treasure on earth. And those are
1: the honor, uh, the prestige that you earn on earth in the eyes of men, but you lose the reward in heaven in the sight of God.
3: Welcome to the podcast that exposes biblical teachings you've never heard before. Tune in as we give you eye-opening insights on the authentic teachings of Jesus Christ featuring no-nonsense preacher, Brother Eli Soriano. Brace yourselves as we listen to The Unheard Truth from the Bible. Here is your host, Yuli Villamine.
2: Everybody wants to find the treasure. Literally or figuratively, everybody just wants to find a treasure. Because to most people, unearthing a treasure is a life changer. In some cases, a treasure may very well be a lifesaver. In the spiritual world, the one treasure that a believer ought to covet is the treasure that is in heaven. This, according to Christ, is the one treasure that faileth not. And it's very essential to have if we want to be a follower of Jesus. Remember the story of the rich young man and how Jesus told him that if he wants to follow him, he must sell his properties and then give it to the poor. So he can have a treasure in heaven where no thief approach it and no moth corrupt it. Needless to say, this particular treasure is a must for salvation for every God-fearing individual. But what exactly is this treasure? And why should it be in heaven? Good evening, and welcome to another exciting episode of The Unheard Truth from the Bible. I am your humble host, Yuli Villamin. Join us as we take you into a spiritual journey to hunt the most important treasure of all. Once again, we are promising you that with God's help, you will hear another biblical mystery that you have not heard of before. So please, sit back, relax, and learn on this episode called Treasures in Heaven. To guide us in our treasure hunting tonight, brothers and sisters, please welcome the overall servant of the members of the Church of God International, the truth caster, Brother Eli Soriano. Good evening, Brother Eli.
1: Good evening, Brother Yuli. Good evening, everyone. We hope that the peace of God and the guidance of the Holy Spirit be upon us all, especially in hunting for the treasure that we have to accumulate while we have time. I want, Brother Yuli, for you to read again the verse about the rich man whom the Lord Jesus Christ commanded to sell his earthly goods and give them to the poor so that he will have treasure in heaven. Let us read that particular verse. In the book of uh, Matthew, let us read 19 and verse 6. Let's start in verse 21, Brother Yuli.
2: Matthew chapter 19, verse 21. Jesus said unto him, If thou wilt be perfect, go and sell that thou hast, and give to the poor, and thou shalt have treasure in heaven,
1: and come and follow me. That verse clearly tells us what the Lord Jesus Christ offered. To a rich man. Understandably, Brother Yuli, that rich man have treasures on earth because according to the account of Matthew, when he turned his back, turned his back to the Lord, the Lord was uh, felt sorry for him. Let us continue the
2: verse. In verse twenty two. But when the young man heard that saying, he went away sorrowful,
1: for he had great possessions. He had great possession. He was very rich, so no, no doubt that he possess. He possesses treasures on earth, and he doesn't want to lose
2: that treasure, Brother Eli. Let us continue the verse in verse. 23. Then said Jesus unto his disciples, Verily I say unto you, that a rich man shall hardly enter into the kingdom of heaven. Verse 24. And again I say unto you, It is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to enter into the kingdom of God. Verse 25. When his disciples heard it, they were exceedingly amazed, saying, Who then can be saved? Verse 26. But Jesus beheld them, and said unto them, With men this is impossible, but with God all things are possible.
1: That was the story of the young man. But in Matthew's account, it was not mentioned that he turned his back, Brother Yuli. To complete the story, let us read from another gospel. The same, the same Account. account. In the book of Luke,
2: chapter 18, verse 20. Thou knowest the commandment, Do not commit adultery, Do not kill, Do not steal, Do not bear false witness, Honor thy father and thy mother. Verse 21 And he said, All these have I kept from my youth up. Verse 22 Now when Jesus heard these things, He said unto him, Yet lackest thou one thing, sell all that thou hast, and distribute unto the poor, and thou shalt have treasure in heaven, and come, follow me. Verse 23 And when he heard this, he was very sorrowful, for he was very rich. Verse 24 And when Jesus saw that he was very sorrowful, he said, How hardly shall they that have riches enter into the kingdom of God? Verse 25 For it is easier for a camel to go through a needle's eye than for a rich man to enter into the kingdom of God. Verse 26 And they that heard it said, Who then can be saved? Verse 27. And he said, The things which are impossible with men are possible with God.
1: That is another account, Brother Yuli. In discovering the truth, we have to compare the Gospels. This is one thing people rarely do. When they have heard an account, they will rely on one's, one account only. But God's truth and justice is served with two or three witnesses. You know that? Yes, Brother Eli. Two or three witnesses will strengthen the evidence mm-hmm. in the biblical way. I want to read another, another account of that very same story in the book of Mark. Mark chapter 10, verse 20.
2: And he answered and said unto him, Master, all this have I observed from my youth. Verse 21. Then Jesus beholding him, loved him, and said unto him, One thing thou lackest, go thy way, sell whatsoever thou hast, and give to the poor, and thou shalt have treasure in heaven. And come, take up the cross, and follow me. Verse 22. And he was sad at that saying, and went away grieved, for he had great possessions.
1: There there I'm telling you that he turned his back, went away grieved. But this, in this account of Mark, Brother Yuli. Really. Mm-hmm. it was uh, properly written that Jesus loved him, show compassion and love for him. That made the Lord Jesus Christ speak to him frankly. Verse 10, 21 says, Then Jesus behold, beholding him, loved him. The word beholding him. The, the, the Lord Jesus Christ did not just speak to he looked at the young man. Maybe he looked at the young man from the inside out. Because he can see the heart of people. This is how we are going to analyze things that are unheard from the Bible. Uh, let us read 2 24 and 25 of the
2: book of John. John chapter 2, verse 24. But Jesus did not commit himself unto them, because he knew all men. Verse 25. And needed not that any should testify of man, for
1: he knew what was in man. Therefore, when the Bible tells us that the account of Mark, the the Lord Jesus Christ, beholding him, love him, the rich, the, the rich guy. Jesus beholding him, loved him. The word beholding there is not just looking at him. It is something looking with concern, looking with love, with compassion. That made the Lord Jesus Christ tell him directly, frankly, what he needs to do. Said unto him, One thing thou lackest. Only what? Only but one thing. The Lord is asking this man. Go thy way, sell whatsoever thou hast, and give to the poor, and thou shalt have treasure in heaven. What he lacks. What does he lack?
2: Treasure in heaven, brother Precisely. It's like the Lord Jesus Christ gave him a tip.
1: Yes. Because... He has everything in life. He was very rich out of compassion and love for him. The Lord Jesus Christ beholding him, loved him and said unto him, Thou lackest only one thing, treasure in heaven. Now, why do I say that this is is rarely used by pastors of our times? When they Read an anecdote. Sometimes they rely on the... But they do not know. Most pastors now do not know this. That the apostles and the evangelists are writing things they heard. And mm-hmm. the hearing of man, you see, when you are hearing me, Brother Yuli, when you have a particular particular interest in one thing, this is uh, something like... Uh, A little bit or bits of intelligence. When you are looking or you are listening, and it so happens that you have interest in one thing. If the speaker is speaking of things that is of your interest sometimes, you hear things concerning your interest. But sometimes there are things that pass because... They are not your interest. One thing I want our listeners to know is that there are at least two evangelists. This is Mark and Luke, two evangelists that uh, that wrote the gospel. And there are two apostles, Matthew and John. So we have four. Maybe something of interest to Luke. Is not the same thing that is of interest to Matthew. Mm -hmm. And something of interest to Peter may not be of interest to Luke. So he, he will not catch it up very precisely. Something might pass. So we have to accumulate these evidences written by eyewitnesses and those that have heard it. Because they have privately confided to maybe to us or to anybody their their way of writing the gospels. You know that, brother Yuli. For example, Matthew heard something, but it was not heard. It just passed by on the, in, by the ears of Peter, so Peter cannot write it. The discipline of the Lord from the up to the apostles is to write things that they have heard and seen. They are not so presumptuous to write things they did that they didn't hear and they did not understand or they did not see. The reason why they are writing is they are writing as witnesses of things that they have heard and seen. Did you get the point? Yes, Brother Eli. That's why in the Gospels you can find uh, an account wherein not like the one but that was written by Mark that Jesus beholding him loved him. It was not mentioned by either Matthew or Luke, but it was mentioned by Mark. Did you get the point, Brother Eli? Yes, Brother Eli. Did you know that point? I already know it from your teachings, Brother
2: Eli. Like when uh, one of the evangelists wrote a, a gene, genealogy of Christ but th- the other evangelists didn't it is because was it Matthew Brother ellie Yes because like and Luke and Luke because as a tax collector and as a physician they are interested in genealogy genealogy and uh, they want to trace the lineage of each person because it interests their field of uh, work,
1: And it is in connection with tracing from the genealogy if really Jesus is the Christ. Yes, Brother Eli. While a
2: fisherman like Peter will not bother to, to study the, the
1: genealogy. Yeah. So I heard that from you, Brother Eli. So we have to have a com- a complete understanding, even the way of the ev- evangelists, the apostles, writing the gospel. So we have to, to read the whole account of all of them. first, because they are writing what they only heard and seen and have touched. Let us read First John chapter 1, verses one up to four.
2: First John chapter 1, verse one, That which was from the beginning, which we have heard, which we have seen with our eyes which we have looked upon, and our hands have handled, of the word of life. Verse 2, For the life was manifested, and we have seen it, and bear witness, and show unto you that eternal life, which was with the Father, and was manifested unto us. Verse 3, That which we have seen and heard, declare we unto you, that ye also may have fellowship with us. And truly our fellowship is with the Father and with His Son, Jesus Christ. Verse 4. And these things write we unto you, that your joy may be
1: full. What are they writing, brother? These things write we unto you. What is the manner by which they are writing? The things that which have they have heard, they have seen, but if for peradventure, Peter did not hear what Matthew heard, so we cannot blame Peter not writing things which he did not hear or he did not see. Sometimes the blink of an eye will make a difference because uh, even watching a movie, maybe you went out to do, from, the, from the theater going to the restroom, You will miss part of that movie. Just like what happened to the apostles. The reason why I I read the gospel of Mark, of Luke, and of Matthew is to complete the account of the rich man. Because it is the same account. It's
2: like having Brother Eli, a 360 view of the situation. Yes. You are not looking just one side of the story you were able to see the surrounding details of the story.
1: Precisely. And we need the 360 view to complete the understanding of what we are talking about. I just want to, I just want to compartilhar in Portuguese. I just want to share share it. I just want to share it to our listeners so that they will be accustomed to the, re- to the way we are uh, sharing the Bible with them. We do not share it ignorantly like mm, other people are doing.
2: I can testify that Brother Eli is painstakingly studying the context, the full context of each verse in the Bible. He is not just reading one verse and then that's it. He is meticulously analyzing if there are surrounding circumstances circumstances that needs to be considered before he preach it to the congregation. So
1: that has been your my work. way, my way. Yes, it's my way. Early. Because it is God's way. God's way is to be exact. God is always exact. There are no points of a corner of the story when you have to guess. You do not need guesses. Studying the truth, you must learn it exactly from what God has said. And by that, by that knowledge, brothers and sisters, let us now analyze our topic for tonight. What are the treasures in heaven? Which the young man, very rich young man, even earned, he even earned the compassion and the love of our Lord Jesus Christ to tell him frankly what is the only thing he lacked to be saved. He just lacked one thing more. It
2: appears, Brother Eli, that our Lord Jesus Christ uh, can I say badly wants him to be saved. That's why he he gave him a very big tip, mm.
1: if you if you will. He, he spoke to him is straightforwardly, frankly, one thing only, and. I, I myself is uh, feeling pain also in my heart. Why that one man? Which lack it only one thing? Comparing it to myself, I am saying that if the Lord Jesus Christ will tell me I lack four more things, I will strive to... Because that man did all the things of the law from his youth. Yes. Yeah, but the Lord Jesus Christ frankly told him one, one thing or... Thou lackest, because there are there are people who are very much like this young man. You know that, Brother Yuli. In the Bible, it is not only said once; it is also said on another occasion. Let us read in the book of Revelation. One man thinks that he is rich; he is uh, has everything in life. Let us read Revelation three seventeen. Revelation chapter
2: 3, verse 17. Because thou sayest, I am rich and increased with goods and have need of nothing, and knowest not that thou art wretched and miserable and poor and blind and naked. You
1: you see this, Brother Yulina. Let us analyze this. You see this. The young man is asking what he must do more what he lacks. He, by his own free will, asked the Lord Jesus Christ. Here is another person who do not even want to ask, who is very confident of himself that he is rich, increased with goods, have need of nothing, and knowest not that thou art wretch, miserable, poor, and blind, and naked. This was found in the church in Asia. Now, what happened? Let us continue the verse, brotherly. Revelation
2: chapter 3, verse 18. I counsel thee to buy of me gold tried in the fire, that thou mayest be rich, and white raiment, that thou mayest be clothed, and that the shame of thy nakedness do not appear. And anoint thine eyes with eye salve, that thou mayest see. 19. Verse 19. As many as I love, I rebuke
1: and chasten, to be zealous therefore and repent. You see, this is uh, practically the same as the young man. This one member in the church in delayed the sins. This is something very similar to the young man who approached the Lord Jesus Christ asking him what he must do, but he refused to do. That only one thing that la- which he lacks, he refused to do. But this another man is self-conceited. He is rich, he is increased uh, in goods, he have need of nothing, and knowest not thou that thou art wretch, miserable, poor, blind, and naked. But he he thinks he's rich. But he's poor. Therefore, the category of being rich is not measured by material earthly worth. You hit it. It's not measured by all the things that you have in life here on earth. It is not the definition of Jesus Christ. You still need... Treasure in heaven. That's why it's very, very important. Even if you you are confident that you are rich, you increased in goods, etc. You have everything, everything in life, but in the eyes of God, you are poor. Brother Eli, the young man that was talking to Jesus, he is
2: not only rich in earthly things. He said he also did all the things of the law. Yes. That means he obeyed. He obeyed God from youth until the time that he he
1: met the Lord Jesus Christ.
2: And he was a good human being because he was obeying God's law since his youth. Yes. But missing that one treasure will not merit him eternal salvation.
1: Why? Because he rejected the counsel of the Savior.
2: So it's not the mere fact that he did not sell his possessions, it's because he did not obey the direct order of our Lord Jesus Christ.
1: Yes, the Savior. You will be saved if you are in agreement with the Savior. No Savior who do not agree with Him will save you. You see? So our point is to find the treasure in heaven. The Lord Jesus Christ is asking the young man uh, to do, to have the treasure in heaven. But he refused He preferred treasures on earth than having treasure in heaven. So he went away grieved. He went away grieved. Now, one thing is uh, I want to share with our listeners in this particular topic, Brother Yuli. Something that people do not consider, and most of the time pastors do not consider preaching, what are those treasures in heaven?
2: And as a believer, brother Eli, if our Lord Jesus Christ said that we must have that treasure in order to follow Him,
1: it's a must for all the believers. It is the way of the Savior. Let us read how to have treasure in heaven. First Timothy chapter six verse seventeen, brother Eli. First Timothy chapter
2: six verse seventeen. Charge them that are rich in this world, that they be not high-minded, nor trust in uncertain riches, but in the living God, who giveth us richly all things to enjoy. Verse 18. That they do good, that they be rich in good works, ready to distribute, willing to communicate. Verse 19. Laying up in store for themselves a good foundation against the time to come that they may lay hold on eternal
1: life. That verse 19, laying up in store for themselves a good foundation. Meaning, rather really, that laying up in store for themselves a good foundation Even the rich people, if they will not understand what the Lord Jesus Christ teaches, they become poor. They have no good foundation in the time to come, although they are rich. Because this counsel of the Lord is for the rich. That's why he began in verse 17, charge them that are rich in this world. Not only the young man, not only the the other one, but all the rich in this world. That they be not high-minded. I'm sorry to say the rich are high-minded. Although not all, but most, they are high-minded. That they be not high-minded, nor trust in uncertain riches. The Lord Jesus Christ calls the riches of this earth uncertain. It is something like topsy-turvy, something like rocky, weak, not reliable. They must not trust uncertain riches, but in the living God who giveth us richly all things to enjoy, that they do good, that they be rich in good works, ready to distribute, willing to communicate laying up in store ah, accumulating meaning laying up in store accumulating reserving for themselves good foundation against that time to come there is a time coming when all of your riches on earth will be ter- will be shown that it is not a good foundation for the future mm mm-hmm. The mindset of people is that if you are rich you have a good foundation for the future. But for God, earthly riches are uncertain riches, which are not good foundation for the future. Why? Let us read from the prophet Zephaniah in one eighteen, Brother Yuli. Sephaniah chapter one
2: verse eighteen. Neither their silver nor their gold shall be able to deliver them in the day of the Lord's wrath. But the whole land shall be devoured by the fire of His jealousy. For He shall make even a speedy riddance of all them that dwell in the land.
1: Neither their silver their gold can save them in the day of the Lord's wrath that is what the apostle paul wants to say when he say laying up in store for themselves a good foundation against that time to come that they may hold lay hold on eternal life meaning really we need even the rich people have have to have or have to accumulate treasures in heaven so let us stop there. Everybody needs to be rich in heaven, to accumulate riches in heaven. To prove that, let us read Matthew chapter 6, verse 20, brother. Matthew chapter 6, verse 20.
2: But lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven, where neither moth, Nor rust doth corrupt, and where thieves do not break through nor steal. Verse 21 For where your treasure is, there will your heart be
1: also. Mm. So it is very necessary to lay up in store for ourselves treasures in heaven.
0: VIP parking, VIP casino access, and more. Book now at livecasino.com or call 443-445-2929 at Arundel Mills. Must be 21. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgambling.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER.
1: And this is what we are going to solve now. What are those treasures in heaven that we have to accumulate or lay up in store? Meaning, laying up in stores. Little by little, accumulating every now and then, you have to... Just like this, Brother Eulene, before I became a minister, I am a businessman. Maybe everybody knows that. My businesses now will show that I started way back 50 years ago. Mm -hmm. And maybe you are one of the witnesses that I'm really doing business. Yes, Brother Ellie. Not to rely on the money of the members of the church. I can attest to that, Brother Eli. Maybe I am the only religious uh, leader who works to earn money because religious leaders are overflowing with money coming from the tithes and offerings of members that they they always remind to give, tithes, etc. so that they will not be cursed, so that they will be blessed, something like that. I'm not that kind of preacher, Brother Eli. I, I do not I do not rely on the earnings of the members. I want to earn by myself, by my own sweat. I want to eat my bread as the Lord commands. Now I earn. But what I earn I spend. But if you are a wise person considering the future, part of what you earn, Brother Yuli, you are putting in Savings. Maybe a piggy bank. Huh? In, a, in Savings account? Because in my time, there are no savings accounts. <laughs> when I was still young, banks are not very <laughs> popular. In the Philippines? The Philippines. There are banks. But it is not the cause, it's not the the way of Filipinos to put their money in the bank. In the old times? In my time. When I was still a teenager, till the adulthood, etc. But you save. I save. It is just like it. You earn, you spend, you save some. In laying up for yourselves treasure in heaven. What does that mean? I just I will just read some six verses for us to understand. Let us start in Matthew chapter six verse one. Up to 6, Brother really. Matthew Matthew 6, verse 1.
2: Take heed that ye do not your alms before men, to be seen of them. Otherwise, ye have no reward of your Father which is in heaven. Verse 2. Therefore, when thou doest thine alms, do not sound a trumpet before thee, as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and in the streets, that they may have glory of men. Verily I say unto you, they have their reward. Verse 3. But when thou doest alms, let not thy left hand know what thy right hand doeth. Verse 4. That thine alms may be in secret, And thy father, which seeth in secret himself, shall reward thee openly. Verse 5. And when thou prayest, thou shalt not be as the hypocrites are, for they love to pray standing in the synagogues and in the corners of the streets, that they may be seen of men. Verily I say
1: unto you, They have their reward. Other pastors preach that treasures in heaven are your good works. Like when you do alms, when you pray, when you obey God, those are treasures in heaven. According to them. According to them, which they barely understood. Mm -hmm. I disagree to that.
2: Maybe they just read the the story of the rich young man and then they concluded that that's that's it that's the the treasure in heaven
1: no I will prove that that's why it is one of the unheard truth that we have we have to be sharing our listeners for this to be a heard truth in the podcast unheard truth yeah. I will read again, just be patient, brothers and sisters, following our reading of the Bible. And be patient also in hearing our wrong dictions, pronunciations in English, because we are not born in the English tongue. Eh? Por favor. And we are per not. Ter paciencia.
2: And we are not uh, English 101 podcast, Brother Ellie. <laughs> so don't expect us to be perfect. In the English language, brothers and sisters, what we are is we want you to know the truth that was not told to you by your preachers.
1: English speaking pastors. Right? So I guess they understand, Brother Ellie. <laughs> now, I just want to read the verses to disprove the content the contention or the the thinking of pastors that. Laying up in store or treasure in heaven is doing good things. It is not. Mm-hmm. It's not simply as, like that. I will read again. Take heed that ye do not your alms before men to be seen of them. Otherwise you have no reward of your Father which is in heaven. Verse 2. Therefore, when thou doest thine alms, do not sound a trumpet before thee, as the hypocrites do in the synagogue and the streets, that they may have glory of men. Verily I say unto you, they have their reward. Verse 3, But when thou doest alms, let not thy left hand know, what thy right hand doeth, that thine alms may be in secret, and the Father which see it in secret Himself shall reward thee openly. And when thou prayest, thou shalt not be as the hypocrites are, for they love to pray standing in the synagogues and in the corners of the streets, that they may be seen of men. Verily I say unto you, they have their reward. But thou, when thou prayest, enter into thy closet. And when thou hast shut the door, pray to thy father, which is in secret, and thy father which see it in secret shall reward thee openly. I am jumping to verse sixteen, Brother Yuli. And it says, Moreover, when ye fast, be not as the hypocrites of a sad countenance, for they disfigure their eye their faces that they may appear unto men to fast. Verily I say unto you, they have their reward. But thou, when thou fastest, anoint thine head and wash thy face, that thou appear not unto men to fast, but unto thy Father which is in secret, and thy Father which seeth in secret, shall reward thee openly. 19 lay not up for yourselves treasure upon earth where moth and rust doth corrupt and where thieves break through and steal, but lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven. Now, Brother Yuli, it is very clear putting all these puzzles, putting, laying up in store treasures in heaven, Is doing things, doing good things secretly.
2: So you don't just do good things. You have to be sure that you do it in secret.
1: That only the the Father knows. And of those things that you have to do in secret, the Lord Jesus Christ uh, enumerated three. Alms, prayer, and fasting. Those three needs to be kept in secret, because other th- other things must be seen also. Things that you are doing must be seen also, but there are special things that you have to keep for God's eyes only. Yes, like for the president's eyes only. That shows your allegiance to God. That your allegiance to Him, you you are keeping within yourself in He, with Him only. You are a trustworthy servant of God. When you alliance with God, you are keeping tightly between you and Him. In serving God, we have to show good things to men. Remember that always
4: yes brother Eddie.
1: you must not hide all good things you must show to men also good things good way of life in the intention for them to be convinced of the truth let us read first first peter chapter 3 verse 1 it says first peter
2: chapter 3 verse 1 likewise ye wives Be in subjection to your own husbands, that if any obey not the word, they also may without the word be won by the conversation of the
1: wives. The word, your husband, if you are not able to win him for Christ by words, show him a good way of life. A good, the word, brother, really, the word conversation there. It's not conversation like between us, we are talking to one another. No? Conversation there is the way of life or behavior. The word used in Greek is anastrophe, which means behavior or way of life. By your way of life, your behavior, your good habits, your good doings, you can win your husband if he is an unbeliever. So good things that we are doing must not always be in secret. Mm-hmm. It must be seen by men. Let us read that in 1 Peter also. In chapter 2, verse 12. 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 12. Having
2: your conversation honest among the Gentiles. You see...
1: Ordinary Filipinos maybe will not understand this translation. Having your conversation honest. Uh, maybe other people in the in the modern English, the word conversation is sometimes misunderstood. Just like me, because I'm not an Englishman. In high school, I'm reading conversation. What does, what does that mean, conversation? But let us consult the revised standard version, brother Yuli. Really. To twelve.
2: First Peter chapter 2, verse 12 in the Revised Standard Version. Maintain good conduct among the Gentiles, so that in case they speak against you as wrongdoers, they may see your good deeds and glorify God
1: on the day of visitation. You see, they must also see our good deeds, our good conversation. Or good conduct. So you do not always hide the truth or the good things you are doing. Even even if you want to hide all, you cannot. Why? You are living among people. Your office mates, classmates, no? your housemates, no? mm-hmm. <laughs> your, your parents, your relatives. You are with people around you. If you are a Christian, you cannot hide everything that you are doing to them because you are living with them. You are dealing with them. You are talking to them. You are having business with them. You are working with them. That's why they must know and see your good conversation or good conduct, the good things that you have learned from the Lord Jesus Christ. It is impossible for us to hide all those good things, brother Eli, na? Yes, brother Eli. Uh, let us read Matthew chapter five, verse fourteen. Matthew chapter five, verse fourteen. Ye are the
2: light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be
1: hid. Cannot be hid. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hid. So there are things you cannot hide, especially. A city with much light, when you say a city in our time, meaning a city is very well lighted or illuminated. When you're alone and life is making you lonely, you can always go downtown. When you got worries, all the noise and the hurries seem to help, I know, downtown. Listen to the music of the traffic in the city. Linger on the sidewalks where the neon signs are pretty. How can you lose? The lights are much brighter there. You can't forget all your troubles. Forget all your cares. So go downtown where all the lights are bright. A city especially modern cities, cannot be hid. It is always lighted. Like New York, Brother Ellie. Like New York. Now, the Regist Christ uh, is talking something uh, we cannot contest, we cannot um, deny. You are the light of the world, he said to the Christian community. A city that is set on, on a hill cannot be hid. On verse 14, he said, Neither do men light a candle and put it under a bushel, but on a candlestick, and it giveth light unto all that are in the house. 16. Let your light shine. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. You see that, Brother Eugene, it's very clear that they may see your good works. So it is necessary for us to show good works to our people around us. So you do not always hide. Mm. Show good works. For them to be convinced to Christ. For them to be won for Christ. It is necessary. We are the light of the world. The light that must shine among people who are in darkness. Two fifteen and sixteen of the book of Philippians, brother. Billy. Philippians chapter two
2: verse fifteen, that ye may be blameless and harmless, the sons of God, without rebuke, in the midst of a crooked and perverse nation, among whom ye shine as lights in the world. Sixteen. Verse 16, holding forth the word of life, that I may rejoice in the day of Christ, that I have not run in vain, neither labored in vain.
1: Holding forth the word of life. Let us show the light to people. But our topic is treasure in heaven. It is prohibited for us to do alms being seen by people. Why? Because there are people who do alms and contribute and help and do good works in the intention to be seen by people, like the hypocrites. Mm-hmm. That's why the Lord Jesus Christ gave us that uh, teaching: when you do alms, keep it secret. When you pray, enter your closet so that your your good works may be in secret. And only the the Father that seeth in secret may reward thee openly. And when thou fastest, and you do fast, do it also in secret. He enumerated three. But aside from the three things that you have to do in secret, because this is the way you can accumulate treasure in heaven,
0: VIP parking, VIP casino access and more. Book now at livecasino.com or call 443-445-2929 at Arundel Mills. Must be 21. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgambling.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER.
1: In our times, when I was a younger person, I I saved some some coins. Maybe you will say, you will say coins. Yeah. But, not, but not just coin. I have gold coins. <laughs> you have seen them, brother. You it's a bird, Ellie. Your gold collection. Gold yeah. coins collection. Gold coins collection. I have, because I'm, I'm a businessman, my brother-in-law is working in the Central Bank of the Philippines. Every issue of a gold coin, I have one. So I have gold coins. Those gold coins, is not presented to the public. It is hidden because they are treasure. When you save or when you have treasure, you keep them. You do not want everybody to see them because they might be interested in what they see and you might lose your treasure. That is the instinct of men. Treasures are always hidden, not only on earth, but also in heaven. No. Treasures are always hidden, not only on earth or in in the bank, not only in in safe, what do you call it? Vault. Mm-hmm. All treasures are always hidden. Good works can be treasure if they are hidden. If they are done without the intention of showing it to people. You got my point. Yes, brother Ellie. Let us read.
2: Ephesians 6 8. Ephesians chapter 6 verse 8. Knowing that whatsoever good thing any man doeth, the same shall be received of the Lord, whether
1: he be bond or free. This is God's justice, brother Yuli. Whatsoever good things that you do, you will receive the same. Of the Lord, but what manner of doing it? Let us uh, go up on verse six, Ephesians chapter
2: six, verse six. Not with eye service,
1: as men pleasers. There are do there are those who do good things to please men, mm-hmm. so they accumulate treasures on earth. Brother Yuli. Did you get that? Brother Eli, you said treasures on earth. Yes. So, the treasure… The honor, uh-huh. the glory that they receive from men are treasures on earth. But treasures in heaven is the glory and honor and the reward you will receive from the Father in heaven. And how to receive that? As a point of reward, you have to do good things only in the sight of God. So, Brother Ellie, <laughs>
2: This is another unheard truth because there is a treasure in heaven and this is a spiritual treasure because it is in heaven. But most of the pastors, most of the preachers, they say that we must not save a treasure here on earth. Accumulate treasures on earth. But the treasure that, are, that they are referring to are material treasure
1: Gold and silver and Gold, stones, silver and precious and stones. stones. But you just said,
2: Brother Ellie, that there are treasures on earth that are not material. Yes. They are equally spiritual, but they are on earth.
1: Yes. So that's unheard. One of the unheard things. They always interpret treasures on earth that the Lord Jesus Christ prohibits us to store. Mm-hmm. As material wealth. As material wealth. Gold, silver, They always say that do not
2: accumulate material wealth. You should accumulate treasures in heaven, spiritual treasure, spiritual wealth, not the material wealth.
1: And by their interpretation, they will not go to heaven, these pastors. Why? Why, Brother Eli? Because they are the first one accumulating the wealth of the members. That's and very worse. True. And worse is treasures. Which are earned by blood and sweat of their poor members, and they put it in bank accounts by billions, brother Eli. So what the Lord Jesus Christ is trying to say is, when you when he said, "Lay not treasures on earth, where moth and rust destroys, or uh, corrupt, and thieves that cannot break uh, that, and thieves break through and steal." If you are going to say these are material treasures on earth, mm-hmm. ah, can in our time now thieves can break through the treasures of uh, the richest man on the, in the world, Jeff Bezos and uh, and Bill Gates? Their treasures are very heavily la- guarded, mm-hmm. and you cannot you cannot uh, you cannot rob them of their treasures. Because they are, they are in banks,
2: very well hidden, Brother Eli.
1: And because they are in bank, they cannot be corrupted by moth and by rust. You see? Yes, Brother Eli. So the Lord Jesus Christ, our discipline reading the Bible, we must always understand that the Lord Jesus Christ he speaks of spiritual things. So if He speaks of a, a spiritual
2: treasure in heaven. He is also speaking of a spiritual treasure
1: on earth. And those are the honor uh, the prestige that you earn on earth in the eyes of men, but you lose the reward in heaven in the sight of God. That's mm-hmm. why when you do alms, do not let your left hand know what your right hand have done. Mm-hmm. Is it literal treasure? And when you pray, you must go into your room and when you have closed your door, do it in secret. Mm -hmm. And when you fast, do not show your countenance to to be sad. But instead, put oil, anoint your hair, wash your face or take a bath so that people will not know that you are fasting and your father which see it in secret shall reward thee openly 19 lay not up for yourself treasure upon earth it is this, this the next uh, the next verse shows us the meaning what is that meaning that treasures on earth are honor prestige eh, and glory that you earn by showing people you are doing good works. Mm-hmm. But laying up treasures in heaven is doing good things without the intention to be praised by men or to be glorified by men, but only to be seen by God. That, those are the treasures in heaven, which the young man from his youth was not able to do. For the longest time, Brother Eli, my understanding
2: was do not set your sight on being rich, on accumulating earthly things, earthly wealth, set your sight on
1: a spiritual
2: treasure on
1: have in heaven, and uh, think because that is the interpretation of pastors. Yes, Brother Eli, which bear witness against them because they were the ones accumulating treasures on earth. If that is the interpretation,
4: mm-hmm.
1: the the members whom they taught not to keep treasure on earth but to give their money to the pastor, their tithes, offerings, etc., votos, jesmos, odissimos, campaña, etc., whatever you call them, first fruit. Members are giving their material wealth to pastors and the pastors are the ones accumulating treasures on earth. If that is the interpretation. But that is not what the real... The, the real meaning of what the Lord Jesus Christ said, when He said, "Lay not up for yourselves treasure on upon earth," it is immediately it immediately preceded the verse, "When thou fast, do it in secret," because your because your father that see it in secret shall reward thee. reward is uh, treasure. Yes, brother Eli. It's just like some points. Especially if it's coming from points, God. Points of earning. Those are treasures. Especially if it's coming from God. Yes. Your Father which seeth see thou in secret shall reward you thee openly. How can you expect reward or points or treasures there registered in heaven? How is that, Brother Ely? Whenever you do not show or you do good, without intention of being like the hypocrite, showing it to people. Because showing it to people, you're going to accumulate treasures Treasures on on earth. Earth. So, Did you you get that point, Brother Yuli?
2: Thank God, Brother Eli. I understood it. But I have a question. So now we know that there is treasure, a spiritual treasure on earth, which is doing good things with the intention of showing. To be, to be praised by men. Like the hypocrites do. So, whenever you do it, whenever you do good things with the intention of being praised by your fellow men, you are accumulating treasures, treasures on, earth. on
1: earth. That thieves may rub. And moth. From you, and moth may destroy. So, that's my question, Brother Ellie. Yeah. So,
2: is this thief and this moth. And rust. And rust, also is spiritual. First, what is the moth? It is it is something that
1: destroys the treasure. So wh- what is the symbolism of the moth? Ah, you did good things in the sight of people. Mm-hmm. But not all people you can please. Just like Jesus Christ. Did He please everybody?
2: No, Brother Eli.
1: There are moths around. Mm. Telling lies. Trying to destroy the good things that you have done. Telling him he is a devil, he is a liar, he is an imposter, he is uh, doing things uh, by the power of Bob or Satan. Like, for example, I have done something good. Moth are around, rust are around. And what is the rust for the Ellie? People telling that what I have done is wrong. <laughs> it's very easy for them to, to do to destroy the good thing that you have done in the eyes of of men. But good things you have done in the eyes of God, nobody knows and nobody may destroy or may steal. Mm. You understand, Brother Eli?
2: Yes, Brother Eli. When you do good things with the intention of showing to the world that you're doing good things, the people around you who are maybe envious of what you're doing will be
1: serving they will be serving as the moth and the, the rust
2: because their envy will prompt them to destroy your reputation yes 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 so whatever you are ha- whatever worldly treasure you have accumulated it can be easily destroyed by those people people
1: around, around you. you that may represent moth and rust and how about brother Ellie? the thief the thief satan is a thief mm. He may rob you of your salvation. You know how? How, Brother Eli? Let us read in the book of Colossians 2:18,
2: Brother Eli. Colossians chapter 2, verse 18. Let no man rob you of your price by a voluntary humility and worshiping of the angels dwelling in the things which he had seen, vainly puffed up. By his
1: fleshly mind. See, see? Your fleshly mind concentrated on material things showing that you are worshipping angels. You are very religious. Even angels you worship like the Catholics. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Do not get mad at me, brother Catholics. You are taught by your pastors to worship angels. That idea of worshipping angels showing voluntary humility huh? known by people around you that you are a worshiper. Huh? Mm-hmm. You may lose your reward or your uh, the promise that God promised us by letting Satan rob you of your reward, of your treasure in heaven. Why? Because Satan is Satan is the number one robber. He robbed Adam Mm. of his right to rule and to govern the world. He robbed it. And very rudely said to the Lord Jesus Christ, if thou are going to worship me, he said to the Lord Jesus Christ in, in the desert or in the top of the mountain, I will give you all these things because they are given unto me. You see, he's a liar. It's not given to him. He robbed it from Adam.
2: Yes, Brother Eli.
1: The stewardship that God gave to Adam over this earth—you you you go multiply, fill the earth, and subdue it. Government on earth or dominion on earth is given by God to Adam. But here comes the robber. He robbed Adam. That right of Adam, of ownership and stewardship, he robbed it from Adam. By what? By beguiling the wife of Adam, who is Eve. So he's a robber. What is due to Adam, he robbed from Adam. Adam. Now, what do I mean to say?
3: Get a credit card that gives you what you need now. A low interest rate on everyday purchases and a place to transfer high interest rate balances. The PenFed Gold Contactless Card is our lowest interest rate credit card. You can even earn a $100 statement credit when you spend $1,500 in the first 90 days. Join PenFed and together we can help you keep more of what's yours. Visit PenFed.org slash gold card. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. Satan is the
1: originator of false worship. True worship must only be done to God and to nobody else. Now, Satan is teaching people to worship angels and to show that they are pious people, that they are very holy people, they are uh, worshipers, etc. Even angels, they do worship. Apostle Paul saying, the, telling the first century Christians, let no man rob you. Of your price by a voluntary humility and worshiping of angels, worshiping other gods other than God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. You can be robbed by Satan, using people, using instruments to rob you of your right to eternal life or to your reward in heaven. That's why earthly honor, earthly treasures, can be rubbed, can be corrupted by moth and by rust. rust. These can be people around you or spirits around you that will destroy the good things that you have done, good treasures uh, on earth that you have shown to people can be destroyed by the people who have seen them. Mm -hmm. While the treasure in heaven, the good things that you have done in the sight of God only, only God see it in secret will reward the openly. Now you have an idea of what an earthly treasure is, or earthly treasuries, and heavenly treasuries are. What I mean, Brother Yuli, really is that regularly <laughs> among pastors, when you say earthly treasures, they will mean to them money, riches, diamonds, gold, silver, prohibiting their members to accumulate them because their intention is not for the members to accumulate but for them to accumulate it which will be a witness against their misunderstanding of the Bible. And they are using that very early to scare the members
2: and tell them do not accumulate wealth
1: on earth but in heaven. So this is what it's dangerous. That's the conclusion. So, so that you not, will not accumulate, give, give it to it the to, church. <laughs> give it to us. And, and and we will be the ones to accumulate It. <laughs> that's the, that's <laughs> that's the is, dangerous conclusion. That's the illogical meaning of it. <laughs> brother Eulina, it's funny. Engrasado. Sometimes, brother, uh-huh. you, you just laugh because
2: mm-hmm. it's a uh,
1: very stupid. Do not accumulate treasures on earth. They will mean also they will always mean to them uh, money, riches. But it doesn't apply. Why? Accumulate treasures now on earth like Jeb Bezos. Who will rob Jeb Jeff, be- Jeff Bezos? It will take an army, brother <laughs> to rob him. <laughs> not, that can be ra- that cannot be taken by by thieves now. Even the most modern of thieves cannot empty the bank account of uh, Jeff Bezos and the Rothschild family. <laughs> See, that's why when you read the Bible in, in a 90-degree <laughs> setting, you will always be wrong. In order to get the full understanding of the truth, which is most of the time is unheard from among preachers, uh, you have to look at the what you say that the 360 degrees setting, 360 view, Brother Eli, 360 view. That is the Bible, and that should be the mindset of a true preacher of God, Brother Ellie. Yes, you have to see all the corners of the Word of God in order to understand, like what we have understood today. Treasures in heaven are good things done to accumulate points and rewards in heaven, things, good things done without the intention of showing it to man, but only to God. Even men may have seen them, ah, they will be counted also treasure in heaven because you did not do it to please men, but to please God. Because the fact is, you cannot always hide the good things that you are doing. Like a city that is set on a hill. The good things that you must you are doing, you must also people must also see for them to serve as an example for others. See, and to tell them how good the Lord is. Yes, precisely, to 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 make them realize how good is our Lord. Especially when you are the receiver of the alms, you are protected by the goodness of the Lord. Why? You ask me, brother Julie. Why, brother Ellie? Because. If I gave you alms, for example, I gave you 1,000 pesos. Mm -hmm. I I do not want to blow the trumpet to make it be known by all people. It is just between me and my God and you. Because you will know it because you are the receiver of the alms. Mm -hmm. That you cannot uh, deny. Now, you have received the alms. My help, my my, what do you call it in other terms? My donation. Donation? <laughs> <laughs> Alms. I gave you. But I did not let anybody know it. It is only between me and my God. That is a point of reward that I can accumulate through the years. So I'm accumulating treasures in heaven because only God knows and He can. He's the only person who can reward me you reward and more than what may I may expect. Mm. So I'm accumulating treasures in heaven. I did not spend, spend them on earth because I did not want anybody to know. And that is a protection to you. Ask me why.
2: Why is it a protection? You will not
1: really? be insulted. I helped you. And you were able to finish your studies, for example. You became successful. But I did not tell people. Huh? then protect. you are not insulted yeah. and uh, I do not have any intention to to get it back or for you to repay me of the because that is the character of God. Mm-hmm. He does good things to, to us without any expecting to collect it back or have the return. It is not the way of God. That's why he told the Christians in the first century, do good things. He said in 6:35 of the book of Luke. Let us read that verse.
2: Luke chapter 6 verse 35. But love ye your enemies and do good and lend, hoping for nothing again, and your reward shall be great.
1: Yes, precisely. But really, doing good hoping nothing or for in in return, just like God. He's going, doing good to humanity. Hoping nothing from us, not obliging us to pay him back, no? That is his idea. That's why he is telling the first century Christians, love your enemies, do good, lend, hoping for nothing again, and your reward shall be great. Mm -hmm. And that reward is in heaven. And when the Lord Jesus Christ comes, he will be giving us the certificate of deposit. (laughs) Let us read twenty-two, twelve of the book of Revelation.
2: Revelation chapter twenty-two, verse twelve, and behold, I come quickly, and my reward is with me. You see, Brother Yuri. my reward is with me. That's the certificate of ownership,
1: yeah, of your treasure. You continue.
2: Revelation chapter twenty-two, verse twelve, and behold, I come quickly. And my reward is with me, to give every man according as his work shall be.
1: (laughs) Amen. The reward is kept in heaven, and He will bring it when He comes. The certificate that you have something like this in heaven. You see, I have heard a pastor in the Philippines, Brother Yule, who said that he has some gold deposits in heaven, and they are in billions. Engrasado, as the Portuguese say. Funny in English.
2: Mm. And you can just laugh barely <laughs> at their ignorance.
1: Yes. It's better to laugh than to... <laughs> da para... Melhor de ir... De ir... In Portuguese. Do que... Palabrao <laughs> contra eles. <laughs> It is better to sometimes laugh because of the funny things these pastors are telling their members.
2: Yes. And uh, with that, I think we have solved the mystery of the treasure in heaven that our Lord Jesus Christ is trying to tell the rich man and for, for all of us that we should not accumulate treasures on earth or in equivalent, do not do good things just to show it to your fellow men to be praised
1: by my
2: men that is the earthly treasure that our lord jesus christ does not want us to have instead he wants us to have that treasure in heaven which is doing alms fasting and praying praying in doing sick- good in secret. All
1: of them you should do in secret. Why? Because you are accumulating them as treasures. Because you do not you, treasures are not usually shown. They are hidden. Mm-hmm. And and your father, our
2: father in heaven, that see it in secret, shall reward you. Will reward us openly. And I think that is very clear, Brother Ellie. We hope you enjoyed. And we hope that you will have learned something unheard again tonight. Brother Eli, for your final words tonight, please.
1: I'm looking forward, Brother Yuli, to sharing to them more unheard truth in the Bible. The unheard truth now is that the way we introduce to them the truth by analyzing every corner seeing every corner just like reading all accounts of evangelists and apostles imagine to consider that that the lord jesus christ did not just say that thing to the rich guy he he told it with compassion and love and he loved him as mark have recorded it so uh, uh getting all the angles i will teach you more of the truth that the Lord intended us for us to know. May God bless you all. And I am Yuli Villamin. Good night.
2: God bless. I love you, John. Happy birthday, John. May God bless you.
3: You've just listened to the unheard truth from the Bible. You can download the recorded version and share it with your friends. Make sure to subscribe so you don't miss the next episode. Until next time.